Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Stock Break, your weekly opportunity to dive into public companies as we break down their business activity, fundamentals, and potential value. I'm Josh Gilbert, market analyst at eToro, and let's get into it. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hi guys, it's Jean-Paul van Oudhuisde here, and today I'll be analyzing BYD stock for you. And before I do that, a kind reminder to subscribe to our channels, podcast or YouTube. By subscribing, you receive many more updates from us in the near future. Now, it's important for you to understand that the presentation that I'm about to show you is meant for educational purposes only and should not be considered as a piece of investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or a solicitation to buy or sell any financial instrument. Now, with that out of the way, let's have a look at BYD, an abbreviation of Build Your Dreams, a Chinese car company. And immediately when I say that, I hear you thinking, Chinese car company, why would I be interested in that one? Well, have a look what Charlie Munger has to say. In a recent interview, when asked about the competition between BYD and Tesla, he said, BYD, this car maker, is so much ahead of Tesla in China, it's ridiculous. But when someone with the stature like Munger says something like this, it raises my interest and possibly also yours. And what you should know as well is that Berkshire Hathaway has been an investor in BYD ever since 2008, and it has paid off handsomely for the fund. Elon Musk also when asked about competition from BYD back in 2011 in a Bloomberg interview. Well, he basically couldn't help laughing at the time. And the only thing he said is, you know, have you seen their car? Well, oh boy, has BYD proven him wrong. In 2022, BYD sold 1.8 million cars and above. And that compares favorably to the 1.3 million cars that Tesla got out of the door. Okay, fair enough. The mix at BYD is a combination of battery electric vehicles and plug-in electric vehicles, so it's not really comparable. But the sales numbers are impressive, and also 2023, the company has made a very good start. Now let's have a look into the history of BYD. The company was founded in 1995, by Wang Shangfu, who founded the company as a battery production company. He didn't think about cars at the time. Battery production is something that BYD does still today, and they're actually very good at it. They hold a firm top three position worldwide, and that's very important because, as you may know, batteries are a key component in any electric vehicle. What's also an interesting fact, that a German guy, Wolfgang Egger, is BYD's head of design. He joined in 2017 from Audi and Volkswagen, and he has brought a lot of experience to the company. The models have clearly improved since his arrival, 
And in that sense, perhaps Musk was right back in 2011 that the cars weren't that good then, but that has now completely changed. The way I look at BYD is that you could compare it better more to Toyota than to Tesla. Why? Tesla has plans, but has still to come up with an affordable compact car, a car with a price tag, let's say below 25,000 US. But BYD has already many models in that segment. They cater for the masses. And in that respect, at present, they are more comparable to Toyota than to Tesla. Well, obviously we're here as investors. So let's have a look at the share price. BYD has a primary stock market listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange with a denomination in Hong Kong dollars. And the ticker is 1211. But they also have a secondary listing in the US, obviously in US dollars, with the ticker BYDDF. What you see here is the price development in Hong Kong dollars. And you see it moving sideways for a number of years. And then in 2020, we had this general breakthrough of electric vehicles that helped the Tesla stock tremendously and also the BYD stock. For BYD, that came together with doubling their sales volume at the time. And 2020 was also the year they introduced these Blade batteries. That is a battery developed by BYD to make EVs more efficient and safer. Now let's have a look at the fundamentals and we start with the revenue. Does a company by, like BYD make any money? Well, in 2022, last year, they had a turnover of 60 million US dollars. And for the sake of comparison with other stocks, from now on, I stick to US dollars. And for the people listening in the podcast, I'm about to show you a number of graphs and you may want to have a look at our YouTube channel to follow what I'm saying. 60 billion is a very nice number. It's also doubling the revenue number from 2021, and it's even tripling the number from 2020. Now, how did they do that? By selling cars. I already mentioned to you that they sold more than 1.8 million cars in 2022, and that was an, clearly an upspike compared to previous years. And that resulted also last year in a very positive operating income, which was much higher than the year before. And here you see that first BYD had to invest a lot in previous years in production capacity to build all these models and all these cars. And now they've come to the point where they also improve their uh, financials from it. You see that also when looking at the annual earnings before interest in tax, it's clearly higher in 2022 than in previous years. Now let's have a look at the financial ratios and margins. And it's important to say when you're not so much into these ratios, please visit the eToro Academy where we explain all about these ratios in detail. A common one to look at is the price to earnings ratio. And this is a typical pattern for a growth company that you hope to see. Because uh, in earlier years, they were investing heavily. They had a lot of cost, but they didn't have that much revenue or profit. And then the price earnings ratio goes up when a lot of investors believe in this stock and start buying whilst the results are not there. 
But when they start delivering these cars and generate the profit, um, you see the earnings come in and the price earnings ratio comes down. And now it's around 25 times earnings. Price to sales has a similar pattern. Also, that spiked up during the period of investing and has now come down to more reasonable levels. The gross margin is important for BYD because this is a differentiator from Tesla. And it has to do with that BYD caters for the masses and Tesla uh, works in the luxury segment. Gross margins at BYD are clearly lower than at Tesla. And they're pretty stable, you can see from this chart. On average, they're somewhere between 16 and 17%. The operating margin fluctuates a bit more and was lastly seen around 4.5%. The debt to equity ratio is very important. That comes in when you heavily invest in future uh, production and future sales. And with the revenue figures on the back of all these cars that have been sold, the debt equity ratio has come down. It was over 100% in 2019, and it has now come back to a level around 20%. Now, I've mentioned the comparison between BYD and Tesla so often. Let's look at the comparison in share prices. And here you can see in the blue line, it's Tesla, and the orange line is BYD. And when looking on a five-year horizon, you see that Tesla stock has done much better on the stock market. BYD has gone up as well, as you could see previously, but Tesla is ahead. And that comes because of the, the, the sprint they took in 2020. But if you look at a different time frame, a three-year horizon, you see that Tesla and BYD almost move a little bit together. Now, taking the introduction, the fundamentals and the ratios together, let's have a look at the challenges and the opportunities that Wang Shangfu faces as the CEO of BYD. And we start with the challenges. First and foremost, I should mention the geopolitical headwinds. Yeah? BYD is keen to export cars all over the world. Um, America is very defensive of its own industry, and they take every opportunity to position China uh, as a threat to national security. So that is also something that could uh, give BYD some headwinds. Protectionism is there also... Uh, through tariffs. China in general, not BYD specific, but China in general, you see in this chart, have been extremely successful in exporting cars. But yeah, uh, also Europe and the US, where they have own production, they may consider putting higher tariffs in place to protect their own business. And as Europe has been the destination for a third of the Chinese auto exports, this may also be an obstacle to BYD in the years to come. In China itself, BYD and also other companies have seen the EV subsidies ending. You see here from a recent ranking that BYD has already many models in China in the top 10. I think six out of 10, as you see here. Um, but with lower subsidies, the sales volume of EVs 
in China could come down. That may be a challenge. In general, we don't see a lack of demand for EVs as a big problem. And eToro, we've done some research. And the graph you see here is in-house produced. And while we see overall car volumes worldwide slowing, we don't see that back in EVs. So in that side, we believe BYD is like other EV car companies on the good side. The opportunities, on the other hand, for investors is first and foremost export, and particularly export to Europe. We think the US will be pretty close to Chinese cars, but Europe has a lot to lose if they lose access with, for example, the German car companies or the French car companies to the Chinese market. So they will be more relaxed to let the Chinese products in. And that uh, makes us think about the Japanese car sector 60 years ago. No one thought that Japanese cars would become a success, but they became a massive success. And perhaps China and BYD can replicate that either by selling the products under their own brand, or as you can here see, a French car at the time that was built in Japan, but white labeled under a local label that may perhaps be more trustworthy to clients than a foreign label. Another opportunity for BYD is much closer to home and it is sales to other countries in South Oast, Southeast Asia. Uh, as of the 1st of January 2022, China is part of a regional comprehensive economic partnership, uh, a trade zone with 15 other countries. And a key part of this cooperation is lowering tariffs amongst countries. And that may benefit exporting car companies like BYD. At home, we expect that there will be a massive consolidation in the car sector. Right now, there are more than 300 car makers and also the Chinese government would like to see this uh, consolidation happen. Well, perhaps uh, BYD could acquire some other companies or at least autonomously, they could uh, grow their market share. Well, and the last point and perhaps even the most important thing comes back to BYD also being a battery producer. The world is on track, you could say uh, populistically, uh, to electrify everything. And obviously batteries are needed for electric cars as we have discussed in this presentation, but they're also used for energy storage, for mobile phones, for other electronic products. And BYD is very good positioned to play a part in this rollout. Now, finally, if we look at the future, we see revenues ahead. And this is, these are revenues that are gathered from different uh, market analysts, professional analysts who take a view at the company. And you can see that they easily see BYD doubling their revenues again and again. Yeah? Uh, there's a lot of potential and perhaps only uh, after 2025, they see that uh, flattening out a bit. But I haste to say that obviously these are only projections. 2027 is uh, quite a lot, uh, quite far ahead and a lot can happen till we get there. Yeah? But it's at least an indication how the market looks at it. Then I've made a very simple valuation 
with a base case, a negative case, and a bull case, it's too simple to make a good valuation of the company, but it provides you insights into the most important elements in such a valuation. And I believe two stand out, and that is perhaps obviously, but still the numbers of cars sold and the gross margin. These two make up the bulk of the bottom line that you will see and also the development of the share price. Now, in the base case here, I have worked with the revenues that you've just seen from the analyst estimates, um, growth annually of 20%. In the negative case, we take that down to only 10%. In the bull case, we up that to 30%. The gross margins in the base in the bull case, I have kept relatively stable at 17 and 18, but we lower that for the negative case. And what you then see is that uh, in the negative case, the earnings per share are much lower. And actually, um, yeah, they're lower than they are today with uh, a future price earnings ratio of 20, which is lower than we see today. You could even come to a negative result on the stock. But in the base case, and taking there still uh, a slightly conservative uh, 25 times earnings uh, we arrive at some 59% uh, return in five years' time. Yeah, and the bull case where they managed to get more market share, faster growth, more cars, still even with uh, a reasonable uh, growth margin, yeah, uh, then is where the upside for the stock sits. Well, with that, that brings me to my summary, BYD is a leader in the Chinese market for electric vehicles. Internationally, they're trying to catch up with Tesla. Competition is investing heavily to catch up, and that could lead to some pressure for BYD over time. In my view, BYD is more comparable to Toyota than to Tesla. The company offers already several models and has a lower gross margin than Tesla. BYD's valuation is high, but it has come down significantly. Key to BYD's success is international expansion, with opportunities in Asia, Europe, and to a lesser extent, Latin America. Geopolitical tensions may become a threat to the company's progress. A background and a worldwide top three position in battery production gives BYD a key competitive advantage as battery costs are currently approximately 40% of an EV's cost price. And finally, despite short-term economic headwinds, long-term economic forecasts for EVs remain unchanged. China, Europe, and the US set to outstrip all other engines, especially internal combustion engines by 2030. With that, I round off my analysis of BYD. I'd like to thank you very much for watching. Again, uh, please subscribe to our channels, podcast or YouTube. And I hope to see you soon back with another update. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.